Welcome to the 626 Podcast. Hello, hello. Where Tori thinks we should be a radio show host. <laughs> Just kind of doing some radio stuff. There it is. Nice. <laughs> nice. The worst thing that could have ever happened was giving me a switchboard. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we hope you had a wonderful week. We hope you guys were creative and productive. See how, hey, see how I worked that in? what a lead into it. That nice. was good yeah. because we're talking about productivity. Uh, yeah, I think it would be really bad if we started the episode about productivity by not being productive and talking about everything other than what we were talking about. Yeah, but then it'd be real. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you saying productivity is not real? No, I'm saying productivity is real. I'm saying if we were not to talk about other things mm. and kind of like then, then it wouldn't be true to us exactly gotcha so uh are you being productive am i being productive yeah um i would say right now yeah sure because we're recording this episode so yeah. we can you know have that done honestly i think i've kicked this week's butt nice so i feel pretty good it's uh, not always like that but i mean how about you where, where are you at, where uh, you at? i was feeling good this week but i've hit the thursday is my drain point where i'm just like Bleh. so like thursday is your two o'clock thursday is my two o'clock nice and two o'clock is my two o'clock, and mm. one o'clock is my two o'clock, and three o'clock is my two o'clock, and four o'clock is my two o'clock. Does anybody else feel me on that one? Oh man, yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with the the, the two o'clock burnout kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I also I finished a lot today. I mean, mm -hmm. I did. I finished. You did good. We packaged up a wedding video and that went out today. That was nice. Yeah. Got another one that's almost done that we'll package out to hopefully this week. Um, I am a little tired. Yeah. We went to bed late last night. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And we are old and sleep need need sleep now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel somewhat productive. I personally never feel that productive. Though. No, you don't. I'm always like, dang, I should have done more. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of what we're talking about today, which is productivity and, you know, boundaries and kind of working from home. Mm -hmm. Because uh, a lot of people are, I don't know if you've heard this thing COVID happened and like a lot of people ended up working from home and then businesses sure were did. like, wait, why don't we just let these people stay home? Whoa. You mean people actually work when they're at home? Uh, yeah. Like we part. can trust them to do their job at uh, home. Yeah. For the most part. Crazy. So like, people are working from home more. Uh, and then like a bunch of people quit their jobs and are like going to go try to do the entrepreneurial thing and try sure to make are. money. Uh, and then a bunch of people are making money on OnlyFans. So like all these jobs are working. <laughs> that did, I did not expect that. <laughs> all of these jobs are working from home now. Um, so. Oh my gosh. You're working from home. So <laughs> what is, what is it like to not just work from home, but also in working in environments, like how do you stay productive from it? So that's what we kind of wanted to dive into and kind yeah. of like discuss here. So tell me. Mm. How how do I be productive at home, Tori? I feel like it's different for everybody. <laughs> um, I think it also depends on your situation. Like if you're, um, yeah, at it's somebody's at our front door. It's the uh, Amazon guy. Dope. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I'm slowly because we're figuring out. We just recently started working from home, like full, full time. time. Yeah. And so um, I'm loving, honestly, I'm loving every second of it. I know there are days that are a little more difficult than others because like we're home with our son. And so we were used to, and even then though, I'm 
stacking my thoughts. But even then, I didn't feel – I feel more productive now in what I'm doing than I did when, you know, we were at our other place and had him in daycare and all that stuff. Like, I feel yeah. more productive now. Yeah. Like, because I'm not half doing things yeah. <laughs> because I'm overworked and exhausted. But I – like I'm slowly trying to figure out a system, um, you know, having him and then also making time for yeah. edits and shoots yeah. and, you know, I think part of this conversation about productivity is going to have to center around like breaking it up in sections. So like talk about working from home, working in an office, like just productivity in general and like yeah. kind of dealing with that. So like tackling the first part of that, um, Working from home is tough because you're going to have that and you're working where you rest, mm-hmm. which for me, I've never really had that distinction because I've almost always worked from <laughs> where I live. Yes. Um, but part of that, like part of the thing of having that, ex- having that ability to like rest and having a place that you're like, I'm not doing work at is nice. You know, you don't want to bring your work home all the time, but when you work at home, it's hard not to bring your your work is home. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, touching on that, it was very beneficial. Like it was your idea. Cause I was for the longest time, like I got rid of my desk and like the office was Scott's and you know, like that's where, Mm. you know, you did your work and it was, you know, and I just, because I found myself, I didn't like being closed in and the room used to be like dark navy blue and it just felt very cavish and like yeah. I can't function like that. Mm-hmm. So I would feel very closed off and claustrophobic. So I would take my laptop and I would go edit in the kitchen. So then work started flooding into the kitchen. Yeah, it did. And it started, well, not in the kitchen. I, we have a, a big table. room. It was in our dining room table, but um, work started flowing into the living room and yeah. all of that. And so it was like... It was starting to become a problem. Because there was work everywhere. Because there was work everywhere. And so you were like, okay, we need to get you a desk again. Like, we need to get you back in there, like, into the office. That way, when we, like, we have a room, and when we're done with work, we close that door, and we don't open it until the next day. That kind of brings you to the first challenge of, like, working from home is, like, having, like, that separation, but also not, you have to set a boundary for where work can actually take place and where your home is going to be. Um, so that's like one of the things we still, even when you were working out at the d- kitchen table, is like we we set up a boundary where we said you're we're, we're not bringing the laptops into the office or our bedroom. The bedroom, yeah, yeah. that was like a couple years ago. Yeah, that we decided that because it was it was getting bad. Yeah, because <laughs> our old place we would work in the bed, we would work in the bedroom, we'd work anywhere. Like we would bring our laptops into the bedroom and we turn on the TV. I mean, it's very comfy environment, but like, yeah, that's it quickly moved away from being our safe haven and our rest place to being like, (laughs) you know? Yeah. If you don't have a place where you can rest, like that's rest is so crucial for your ability to just be able to function in general. It really is. That like, that's, that's going to be one of the key points. You need a place where you can have your solitude. So like that's become our bedroom, which is like, Hey, I'm going to go lay down in the bedroom Mm because I'm taking a break, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's crucial. So now we've got it all moved back to the office. So like, if you guys aren't in the luxury position of like having an extra space, like maybe you're in an apartment or something and you, you only, you're working off your tight, your counter. Um, I mean, I'd go as far as like setting up a spot on the counter with masking tape or something. That's like, this is the work area. 
<laughs> when this I'm is here. my dance space. This is it. <laughs> this is where I work. Everywhere yeah. else, free. But mm-hmm. like here is work and I don't take it outside of that. Yeah. Uh, and you can have yourself some grace because like sometimes you want to go work on the couch and sometimes you want to work at your table. But like oh, yeah. keeping it so it's not you're working in every single room can be very beneficial in like maintaining productivity because – once you start mixing your rest and your work, you're going to do either you're going to either not rest, which will cause you to not work, or you're going to not work because you're resting, which will still not get your work done. Yeah, I mean, in the end, in the you end, will not work. You will not be productive. <laughs> um, and that's kind of the key point is you want to be productive in all of this. So definitely something to consider is like finding your boundaries and like setting those boundaries. So like mm. for me, it's when I walk out of the office, I'll shut the door and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, now I don't necessarily work. I am not one. Now you kind of follow it a little well, i guess not as much anymore but the nine to five so there are people that work from um, home and they mm-hmm. work nine to five and that's their hours well yeah we don't do that because we have a kid <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just not practical so our <laughs> hours are like from the morning because well, i'm an early riser you're not mm, no <laughs> so i'll get up i'll go do like two or three podcasts on a walk and then i'll come back and start working and then caden will get up yeah we'll usually both in there for breakfast with him watching mm-hmm. something and then You'll stay in there while I go finish the rest of the work, mm-hmm. and then he goes down for a long nap. Thank God he sleeps. And then you'll come work, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then we'll swap. And then like I'll go make dinner, and then like yeah, um, we usually work a little late in the night. Yeah. Like I've worked. I'll work till like ten or eleven o'clock at night, which is fine. I mean, if you're yeah, as long as you're kind of doing a little give and take on time, yeah, type stuff. Because I mean, I've done that. Like I'll put a hard thing about like. If I need to finish something and I haven't worked on it a lot through the day, yeah, I'll sit down and be like, okay, 10 o'clock is my cutoff time or 9.30 is my cutoff time, whatever. I'm going to yeah. do all this, do what I can until that time, and then I'm done. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at is like I, I, go, I go less on the time and more on like here's what I want to accomplish today. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I can get the things I want to accomplish done, then I'm done. I'm not going to try to go crazy. I'm not going to try to add anything else to it. I'm just going to go till I get – these are the things I want done. If I get them done, then I'm done. Mm-hmm. If I don't get them done, then I want to stay and try to finish them and try to figure out how to get them done. And those are that's kind of how I operate because it's just better for my mind. Uh, this isn't a one size fits all. I just always tell people that's like, hey, if what you're doing right now to be productive isn't working, try something else. Mm-hmm. You know, try another project, try another method. There's of trying been to maintain plenty it. of times where like you've figured out different methods or you've like researched different methods or you've looked at like other people that do the same line of work as you, you look at their approach to how they like attack productivity and like what they do and like all that. And you've, you've done a lot of trial and error with stuff. Like I will say to find a method that works for me. And sometimes it's like taking a little bit from each one, you know? Yeah. Right now I think the method I've been enjoying is the to-do list on an iPhone, like Mm -hmm. using that reminders app and like, I have different color groups for different things I'm working on and then I kind of have it set up to remind me of like what I'm working, what I need to get done each day. Yeah. Um, my biggest issue is I have a tendency to overload what I'm going to try to accomplish in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be my feedback to people. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't work from home. This doesn't apply to me. Well, here's what does apply to you. Make realistic goals for the day. <laughs> Very true. I usually say like get three things on there and like those are your three things you're going to accomplish. The rest of it make them like possibilities to accomplish because you're not realistically going to accomplish everything in one day. Yeah. Um, so like you need to be aware of that. Um, so that's kind of stuff like that can be very beneficial for productivity is like being aware of where your limits are and like what you actually can and can't get done. Yeah. Um, those, I think I also like, crucial. I do different 
I do to-do lists, but mine are more weekly rather than daily. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, this week, I mean, it feels so good to scratch stuff off that to-do list. Like, yeah, that's just me. But it was like, um, I made a, like a long list of all the things that I know need to be done. Yeah. Like, whether it's responding to emails, it's finishing a wedding, it's finishing a session, calling through something, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mine's more weekly because I don't, I don't handle the daily requirements very well because I'm like, Oh no, if I didn't finish that, Oh no. Like, you know, and it just panics me. But like, if I have a weekly one, I can fit in a good amount of stuff and then I can figure out how I'm going to do stuff. And then it gives me whether it actually is lenience or it's the illusion of lenience. Like I have it where I can be like, okay, well I didn't get to that today, but I can do that tomorrow because I still have the week. Like, so now that could also be dangerous for some people because it could lead into like procrastination, but it works for me. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, procrastination is like the, the enemy of productivity. It It so is like if those are, if there's any juxtaposition, it's those two. And they're both pros. (laughs) Like productivity, because procrastination. Pros that either finishing or keeping you from finishing. That's true. Nice. See what I did there? Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. And so like procrastination is a, is a tough one, which is why I think breaking the task down. For me, a task can become overwhelming if it's huge. Mm-hmm. So breaking it down to its smaller ones. What was that Miss Slade used to say all the time? The only way to eat an elephant is, is one, one bite, bite at, at a time. time. To be clear, that's not her original expression. So oh, well, clear. she was the one that always said it. Yes. So How are we going to eat an elephant? We're going to. She eat was one our bite science teacher in high school. <laughs> we did not have her at the same time. Though. No, Again. but she was the biology teacher, I think. Yeah, she was. So Sorry, was train of what, thought. What an example. Aww. But uh, yeah, so like that's true. How are you going to eat an elephant? You're going to eat it one bite at a time. So how are you going to start any project? Mm-hmm. You're going to go one bite at a time. So break it down into its smaller steps. Yeah. Which is what we, which what I do and what we tend to do for bigger projects is like, okay, um, like right now I have a music video I'm working on. So like the music video has been broken down into smaller steps for how we're going to complete it because over, over otherwise it'll be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so sure. much happening. I think we were talking about that, not that, but like this topic the other day about like, how if you have like a lot, maybe not mm-hmm. a big project, but you have a lot of stuff that you have to do. Yeah. And a lot of times it tends to like, you look at it and you're like, ah, I'm never going to finish it. So I just, I just need a second. And like, you kind yeah. of like stay away from it cause you're scared of it. Yeah. And so it's like breaking it down, like focusing, not focusing on, okay, well if I don't get this done, then this is going to, and if I don't get this done, then this is going to end. Like you can only do so much. Yeah. You are you are a human being. You yeah. can only do so much. Yeah. So it's like just focus on whether it needs to be one of those tasks, whether yeah. it needs to be a piece of one of those tasks, yeah. something that you can just put your blinders on and hone in on that Yeah. and own that. And no, then each thing, like you can take a step after that and like, yeah. you know, go through your list. I think coming off of that, there's also has to be a conversation that you have with yourself about what you can maintain and manage. Mm-hmm. So like I know early on in our wedding business, like we didn't charge a lot and we took on a ton of weddings. Lordy have mercy. Yeah. So we were doing we were doing a lot. So we were doing, you know, eighty to a hundred thousand in business, but we were doing so many weddings to compensate for that. So many weddings. Like I think we had more weddings than weeks. Yeah, I think we were doing like fifty to sixty weddings a year. It was something crazy. We were doing insane. Yeah, but the issue was main trying to finish that was overwhelming us. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you have to be realistic with yourself and set those limits 
um, okay, this is how many clients I can take on. This is how much work I can do. Realistically, this is how much I can I can manage. So like I know I tell people when they're doing their business plan and trying to come up with their business budget is don't make a budget that is like, you know, we sell custom-made sandals and we want to do we want to sell a million sandals this year. Okay, well that's great. I would love for you to sell a million sandals even if that's a realistic goal that you could sell a million sandals. Can mm-hmm. you produce a million sandals? Yeah. Because you have to factor in the the that okay, if you've only ever sold 100 sandals, there is an exponential amount of things that have to occur for you to get to a million sandals. Mm-hmm. So, are you prepared for that? Yeah. So you need to be realistic about where you're at and like what you can actually handle and do. Um, so that's kind of an important step in the process is like, okay, if I'm going to be productive, I, it starts all the way back at the beginning of the project going, okay, can I handle this stuff? Can I, can I manage what I'm taking on? And, and be honest, sometimes you have to say no. And sometimes you need the work, so you're going to say yes to it. Mm-hmm. And you have to be aware of like, okay, I've taken this on. I know I'm slightly over what I can do. Maybe I need to ask for help. Maybe I need yeah. to offload projects. Um, and that's something that's very crucial in this situation. And it helps for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's like, I think it's approaching things like the way you do things with a plan. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this. What can I take on? Can I take this on? If I can't take this on and I yeah. do need help, like going ahead and asking someone before you take on that project, hey, would you be able to help me out with this? Yeah. Would you be able to, can I offset some of this stuff on you? Like what's yeah. your availability? So then you can like better prepare yourself instead of just flying by the seat of your pants, yeah. you know? No, 100%. And that's, that it really comes down to planning. It really does come down to like having the ability to look at what you're about to do and what mm. you're taking on, like, and just being aware of that. Um, I, I think another part of like dealing with trying to be productive is dealing with that that being tired because we yes. joked about it in the beginning, which is like the two o'clock drain. So like what, what do you deal with that kind of drains you? Like uh, how do you handle, how do you, I guess, Tori, how do you respond to when you start feeling tired? Is it coffee? <sighs> is it cocaine? Sometimes even, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, sometimes coffee doesn't really help, you know? Yeah. Um, I think because I'm very like, and we've come a long way. I'm I am the natural napper between the two of us. You are very much the napper. I love to sleep. She, it is so nice. Incredible. I love it. It's a talent of mine, honestly. Yeah. Um, but sometimes mine gets a little carried away. But there is nothing wrong with like if you're tired and you cannot function and there is nothing benefiting you by sitting in front of the computer screen or trying yeah. to do something and you're not getting anywhere yeah. and you're just going to get mad and you're tired and you're cranky and all that stuff. Yeah. Go set your timer for 20 minutes. Yeah. And go lay down. Yeah. Whether you fall asleep or not, you're resting your body. Yeah. Or if the way that you rest is going and watching an episode of your favorite show. Yeah. Or something like that. It is completely okay to do that. It doesn't mean that you're not productive. It doesn't mean that you're not doing a good job. You've got to reset. Like again, with a corny comparison, everybody got to turn their phone off and back on sometimes. So you need to turn yourself off and back on sometimes. So by doing that, you rest. Yeah. And so I think that's important and like recognizing your patterns. So, I mean, if you work from home and you have the ability to, 
you know, kind of like manipulate your hours in a way. Mm-hmm. I think noticing the patterns of your behavior. So if you hit that drain at like one o'clock or you hit that drain at two o'clock and you have the capability to set aside 30 minutes to just go and recharge and come back to it, then do it. Yeah. Make it a part of your schedule. Yeah. No, I can see the light changing now. Sorry. Yeah. Our lights are changing <laughs> colors. It's nice. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that that's an issue that yeah. a lot of young creatives um, yeah. have to deal with because, you know, you're like, but I'm sleeping. I'm not doing anything. I think what you're talking about kind of describing is like a variation of the 90-20 rule. So the 90-20 rule is you're going to work on a task really hard for 90 minutes and then you're going to take a 20 minute break. Oh, nice. Um, and I think I've used that before. I've even gone as far as setting timers. Mm-hmm. Um, I still struggle a little bit with it because like 90 is sometimes depending on the task is difficult. Mm-hmm. Like 90 minutes doing uh, for me recording a video or recording a podcast or doing stuff like that is probably fine. But 90 minutes of editing, like I'm going to need, I'm gonna need like, I have to do more like 40 minutes of editing and a 10 minute break. Which <laughs> is fine. Down. Like yeah. again, it's an alteration and you see like what works for you. Exactly. And that's kind of what you have to find is like, what's that balance that works best for you and giving yourself the forgiveness for mm-hmm. it. Now the tough part is you do also have to set up boundaries for yourself, which yes. are, you know, Hey, maybe you can't have a TV. Like I work well with the TV above me because mm. I like the extra noise. But maybe you're not the person who can have a TV in your room and like yeah. you need to be able to focus on a task. Or you need to like turn your phone on silent and leave it in the other room yeah, or like, like flip it upside down. I mean, like take that. advantage of the new iPhone features where it can set different modes for different things. So oh, if you're, that's cool. Yeah. So that, oh, I guess I haven't even showed you that. So no, like, I haven't paid attention. <laughs> the new iPhones up, or the update that came out a while back, which might be old by the time this comes out, but like the update was that you now have different work functions or modes that you can go into. So for, instead of just do not disturb, now we go to work mode where it only lets Instagram notifications through for work. Maybe if you're doing social media or like it'll only let like phone calls come through or something yeah. like in case like family has to get exactly. a hold of you. You can set it up however you want. So you can only get like certain notifications or no notifications. Well, or that's only getting great. This stuff. So those are all great methods to like avoid like, Oh, I got to deal with this right now or I got to deal with this right now or mindless scrolling. Yeah, mindless scrolling is a bad one. Yeah. Um, so like those are all things that can help you and benefit you to be a productive person and kind of deal with being um, like being able to get stuff done. And that's going to take you being mature enough and really maybe getting accountability to like, hey, I'm struggling to finish this. I need mm-hmm. help here. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you're at home or you're at an office and you can't get anything done – the best advice is a change of scenery can help. Yeah. I mean, go for a walk or go for a walk, go to a coffee shop and work, Yeah, go to a friend's house and work, get away from your current environment. Cause sometimes our brains stagnate and just are like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm here. (laughs) If you're anything like me, routine and rut terrify me. So like, there are times where I'm like, I mean, that's half the reason our house gets renovated is because like I was like, <laughs> this needs to change and we're changing it. <laughs> we're doing it now. Now. Going to Home Depot. So like that's that's part of it. So um, those are kind of the main things. The other, This is the last one I'll give before we start wrapping it up here. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you're working from home and you're having a lot of trouble focusing, maybe and your environment is cluttery, maybe try to clean your environment. I don't have a problem with a cluttered desk because I'm one of those that's like, you know, uh, empty desk empty mind kind of thing so like my desk gets covered in stuff sometimes to be fair you're not calling people stupid <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> but like um 
I know like for me, our garage is tied to my mental state. So when our garage gets yes. out of, it gets disarrayed, which I, it is right now, which it is right now. <laughs> and all I'm thinking about is throwing everything away. It's also own. in disarray because we were doing house projects. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, right now I really just want to throw everything away. So like if you have a room like that, spending time to clean it is not an assault on your productivity unless nope. it's being done so you can avoid doing a task. Yeah, but then you gotta you have to be real honest with yourself. Yeah. Like if you don't want to end up like SpongeBob in that episode where he's like trying to write his paper and just like oh. does everything else. <laughs> yeah. Try to try to finish the paper, guys. <laughs> I have to sharpen my pencil. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to sharpen your pencil for three hours. <laughs> Um, but guys, that is kind of like our rundown of productivity and like how to be productive, not just at home, but in general. So we hope mm-hmm. we gave you guys some insight. Uh, and if you guys have insight, share it with us. Yes. I would love to learn more ways. We are not productivity experts. No. But we would like to be. I would, I would like to be. So guys, share your productivity advice with all of us on our social media platforms and all that good stuff. And make sure to check us out on Instagram. Guys, we will see you on the next episode. See you, see ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. If you enjoy the 626 podcast, the best thing you can do for us is to share it with a friend and leave a five-star review. It helps us a lot to get discovered. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at 626podcast. 